Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Eternal God, our Father, we come being so thankful for this opportunity, oh Lord, that we might study these, your words. We thank you, Lord, for our laying down last night and our getting up this morning. Thank you, Lord, for this day. We know each day is a gift, oh Lord, so let us be glad in it. We come, Lord, asking your blessing upon so many people that's this. That's having this COVID. It's just getting worse and worse each and every day. We ask your blessing upon us. We ask, Lord, that you in our mind and our heart, that we might understand these your words, O oh Lord, that we might come away from this meeting with a better understanding of what you are trying to get us to teach. We ask these and so many other blessings in your name. Amen. Amen. Uh, Celebrating with enthusiasm. When you think about this lesson, you uh, you might just think about it as being a a celebration. But when you study this lesson with a uh, more of a theological perspective, you see a lot of things that's happening in this lesson that's not so much associated with a celebration. But it's understanding what God is trying to get uh, us to do when we do certain things in accordance with his with his uh, laws and his, his righteousness. This lesson covers a, a broad spectrum of time and events. David, after coming to power, is thrust into a national crisis where the religion of the nation was deplorable and the country divided. David is is, is going to try. Uh, he's going to try to uh, unify the nation by bringing the people under one national religion, where God is seen at the symbol of the ark, and the ark is being placed back in uh, back uh, placed in the capital city of Jerusalem. Now, this ark contains the Ten Commandments and and other religious artifacts and. and what has happened over a period of time, a uh, king like Saul, who disobeyed God, and because he disobeyed God, uh, the Philistines and, 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 and uh, other enemies were often able to defeat the Israelis. And in one of their battles, they were able to carry the art off uh, into another country. And the, the religious... Uh, condition that was in Israel at that time had came very deplorable. And in fact, it it, it was kind of uh, following along with what the, the leader was doing. It's amazing that uh, under great leadership, things seem to do better than under, under bad leadership. And, it's, and it is important that the leaders of uh, nations and countries have the understanding that what they do and say has a big influence on the people because Saul was not a religious man. In fact, uh, 
he he uh, dis, uh, disobeyed God in in many aspects, and and God uh, wanted him removed from uh, from power. That's how David came to to be in in the situation. Is that Saul was a great disappointment to God, and so David is going to try to do some to to restore uh, and. And, and and bring things back the way they were. That that saying that we have on our money, one nation under God, uh, is what David is is trying to get uh, Israel back to. Is one nation with with one ruler, one God, and one set of people. But sometimes when we try to do whatever we think is a great idea in our uh, in our eyes. If we don't do it in a godly way, you, first of all, uh, David needs to uh, get God approval for what he's about, attempting to do. And I don't think God had a problem with what he was trying to do, but the way he started out doing it is is, is completely uh, away from where God intended his behavior to be set up. And number four, 1 through 15, God has specific instructions that he gave to Moses on how to transport the ark uh, of the covenant and how he wanted it moved from from one place to the other because if they moved through the wilderness, it had to be moved. But he had ideas on how it, how it was to be moved. It was to be moved in accordance to the law. Uh, it was supposed to be, be covered uh, it was supposed to be carried by the priest. Uh, all these instructions is in Numbers 4, 1 through 15. So David has a great idea, but he is not following uh, God's plan when he set out to do this great idea. Sometimes we have good intentions, but we don't have godly intentions. In other words, we don't follow the uh, guidelines set out by God. And Deacon uh, Wade, David said, uh-huh. uh, just real quick, um, could you, for those that don't have it, just go ahead and provide the uh, scripture again. And then also, uh, if I know one, somebody mentioned if, if it's possible to turn up uh, your volume or be a little closer to the, the uh, microphone. You can't hear me. Yeah, someone oh, okay. said it be a little louder. And then um, if you could remind us of the scripture. Oh, uh, Second Samuel 6, 1 through 5 and 14 through 19. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me better? Pastor? Just Pastor, a little yeah. bit better. How about now? That's better, yeah. Okay. Thank so you. David is <coughs> David is gonna set out to do something and, and like I say, I think it's a great idea what he has to do because the children uh the art should be with the children of Israel. Uh and I I think God would be very pleased with that. But we ought to, whatever we do and saying we're doing for God, we've got to do it in accordance with how God uh, 
laws are set up. And scripture said in, in uh, verse 1, again, David gathered together all the chosen men of Israel, 30,000. So David has a plan to 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 capture this uh, ark, and he's going to go uh, uh, take it back from the enemies. And, 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 and he's set 30,000 men to to the task. He's going to be well prepared. David is a great general and a, and a great leader, and he's a great warrior. Uh, and in and his great uh, warrior instinct, he's going to prepare everything he needs to, to, to retrieve the ark by a military standard. But he had, did not prepare to retrieve it by a godly standard. So they said, a word said, uh, again, David gathered together all the chosen men of Israel. It uh, refers to the, the army that he's got together and, and how he set up uh, everything. And he, he got the approval of the leaders of different uh, uh, bands. And he's going to go and retrieve the ark. Uh, verse 2 says, And David arose and went with all the people that were with him from Baal of Judah to bring up hence the art of God, whose name is called the name of the Lord of hosts that dwell among the children. So David arose and went with all the people with him from Baal of Judah. The word form should be more of uh, to Baal of Judah, because that's, that's referring to Jerusalem. And this is the place where the heart has been for 20 years. Uh, it has been uh, uh, there because they had been taken away from Israel. Uh, David uh, arose, speaks of the fact that he's motivated to do something. He's not thinking about a mission. He's, so many times we think about we ought to do something, but David is going to do something. He's moved to do uh, what he thinks is the will of God. Uh, many times we plan to do something, but because we doesn't ever move, it never, nothing ever gets done. But David has in his mind that he's going to do something. Uh, and so he's going to uh, let it be known that he's going to lead a, a group to retrieve the ark. And he's going to bring it up, hence the art of God, whose name is called by the name of the Lord of hosts and dwell between the seraphim. The ark is a symbol of the presence of God and all God's instruction, blessing, provision, and protection. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's a symbol of all that. David and, the, and uh, the men of Israel mission is going to be to bring it the ark to Jerusalem. Uh, it, it seemed like a right time and, and, and a right purpose. Uh, the survival of the religious life of Israel was at stake. In other words, David believed that by bringing that art up there, uh, it would make a difference uh, in the way the people uh, worship the Lord. And the Lord of hosts is declaring that God is in charge of all creation, not just the army of Israel, the stars, the moon, but also the army of heaven. So he's declaring that this is the God of, of everything that, 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 that is in charge of him. But then they did the thing that, that probably was more uh, out of line with God than anything else. And they, they set 
the art of God upon a new court and bought it out of the house of a that was in Giver and Uriah and Ahim and the son of Abinadad dove the court. So too often we take what is noble, honorable, upright and turn to a work of ungodliness. So we see here that the they set the ark upon a new cart. David is going to move the ark, but he's going to move it in the way the Philistines took it out of Israel. And that they don't uh, respect the God of Israel, and not that they obey his law. So they just sit it on a, a, a cart and, and, and dragged it out. Uh, scripture says that David was a man after God's own heart. And as a man after God's own heart, uh, and as a believer in his word, David, I believe maybe he was in his haste. I don't know what he forgot. Or, or, uh, for some reason, he, uh, I don't know what his reason was. But he knows that, that uh, the instructions on how to move the art he had failed to follow them. So he did his day as, as the world do. So many times we we imitate the world and the church. But David is letting us, uh, God is letting us know that even a great servant like David can make a mistake. So he sets this, this art up on, on a new card and, and doesn't move it the way the Philistines did and, and, and tries to transport it. And so, as he's trying to transport this art, uh, he's doing just the opposite of what God would want him to do. Uh, so God is not in approval of how he's doing this. And he bought it out of the house of Benedict. It was at Gibraltar and Uriah and Ahim, the son of Benedict, dove the art. God had not given David to approval to assign anybody other than uh, what is said in that uh, scripture I gave you earlier in uh, Numbers 4 1 through 15. That script, that chapter tells exactly how God wants things to be done when they move the ark. So now David has decided that somebody else can move it, but only the priests uh, were to lift the ark. And they were to carry it on their shoulders, not on a cart. They were to carry it on their shoulders. God made a specific instruction that, that only the priests could do that because they were the men of God. And so he wanted them to be the one to do it. Uh, so uh, they have went against what God has, has appointed as the way he wants the art to be moved. And they bought it out of the house of Abinadab, which was a given accompanying the art, and Ohio went before the art. Care uh, had been taken uh, to the point to where it appears it was right. I mean, they took all the care to make sure that the art was was uh, uh, being uh, cared for. But what, what they are doing is still against the will of God. And they bought it out of the house of Bernadette, which was a company uh, the art of God. The word bought is the word that violates the will of God. God said that the art was to be carried by chosen priests. 
First uh, Chronicles 15 and 2 says, uh, repeats it again, that they ought to carry the heart of God by the Levites. Uh, for them have the Lord chosen to carry to God and to minister unto him forever. So he set that up way back uh, when Moses was up on the mountain. He set all these things in the order that he wanted done. And, and Ohio went before the art. Ohio went before the art to study the art and uh, and, the, and to draw the cards. He knew how to place the oxen and, and to keep them calm and study it. Uh, this suited the occasion, but the occasion should not have ever been. Uh, because again, the Bible has already set the mandate on, on how it was to be done. And, and and so when they did that, God did not sanction that or favor it. So the, all of what they've been doing so far is against the will of God. And David and all the house of Israel played, uh, played before the Lord and all manner of instructions made of wood, fur, and even harps and pastry and tremolos and cornets and cymbals. God had not given his approval for uh, them to do any of these things. Uh, Israel played before the Lord in all manner of instruments. Nowhere do we find that David being led by God uh, to do any of these things that he's done because they're not mentioned in that scripture I told you about earlier. Uh, it was David's choosing, not God's choosing. And so it is always in order for the servant of God to consult God before we do things that, 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 that we think God would approve of. Man has a way of uh, doing some things that he likes to do and then saying that it's God that that uh, uh, that is the one that approving these things. So verse 14, uh, David displays uh, his celebration. So now David is beginning to get an idea that he's out of line because when one of the Uriahs is, is dies because the uh, uh, when he touches the ark, when the ark starts to fall over, Uriahs try to hold it up and he dies. So uh, David danced, uh, and David danced before the Lord. With all his might, and David was real with uh, linen ephod. So one might think that that, that uh, David dancing was godly, righteous, and good. Now, depending on what your theological teaching is, uh, teaches you, you uh, we are to praise the Lord. And David is very uh, enthusiastic on how he's doing it. But depending on what I, like I said, I say, or how you be, how you talk, uh, there is no place in the where God commands or approves dancing as an acceptable of, of God or in the church. Okay. So uh, we're taught in, 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 in theological school that uh, God has not put that into play. Uh, every place in the Bible that records dancing associated with the church was done by people of the world or non-believers, or pagan religions. Uh, now, God has not prohibited dancing in connection with social activities, military celebration, wedding, harvest, and all other kinds of social events. Uh, 
He does not say that he has any problem with that. Although the acceptable dancing that was not prohibited was done outside and away from the church. So, like I said, depending on how you believe, David dancing was never done in the temple, nor do we see him dancing like this in any other place before or since that occasion. So, this is not a say that because David had this enthusiasm, there's a reason, there's reason for us to say we can do whatever we want to when it comes to dancing. There is no place in this event where God indicates his acceptance or approval of what David was doing, uh, of what his men did. So, like I said, you, you, you take it for however you, whatever belief you have. But he was uh, uh, excited. And so, because he was excited, uh, he may have went a little overboard, depending on what your religious belief is. And David danced before the Lord with all his might. So David wanted to express unto God his delight and gratitude for having honor and bringing the ark to Jerusalem. Uh, so in his zeal, David, like I say, with excitement for dancing was displayed. Uh, to do anything for the Lord ought to be done with the wholehearted and at our best. Uh, so God is, reple- is, is pleased with re- receiving our best. But uh, I can say our best ought to be done in, in accordance with, with his uh, laws and his and what he expects us to do. And David was grilled with the linen ephod. The award was brought to Jerusalem and set in place. So David, uh, as the leader uh, and king of the army of Israel, and, and so he's but right now he's trying to take on a priestly part when he puts on that ephod. And, and, and he's going to have a priestly part to play, but that is not his role yet. And, and again, the, the, the priest was supposed to be the one carrying the ark. So David and all the house of Israel brought up the heart of the Lord with shouting and with sounds and trumpets. So now there's a different tone in, in what David is doing uh, so David and all of his art uh, Israel bought up the art of the Lord. The mountain in which David and the people bought the art of the Lord to Jerusalem has shifted from uh, from the mountain it was before. Uh, this is an indication that David is making adjustment on, on, on his prior conduct. I think he recognized that what uh, what he has done is not lining up with the will of God. So now he's doing some things to amend his ways. David is, is, is having a better understanding of what God expects of him. With shouting and with sounds of trumpet, God has always been known for commanding his people to shout and to blow the trumpets. All this says is that God and David is walking in the will of God. And not in self. So David is beginning to line up. There are many a times that when you read the, uh, the Revelation, you'll see that the trumpet sign. It'll say that in, in so many times in the book of Revelation. When when the children of Israel was leaving, out, leaving uh, Egypt, when they again, uh, Pharaoh was letting them go, they signed the trumpet. Many a time they signed the trumpet that God uh, commands us to do that. And when they walked around the city of Jericho and 
and then uh, seven times, and then seven times they let out a great shout. So he expects us to shout and to blow the trumpet. Now, some of the other things <coughs> excuse me, that we do, he may or not, uh, they may not be lining up with his will. So that's what I'm saying when I'm saying when we do some things, make sure his biblical and lines up with the Bible. Uh, when we when we have celebrations, even though we think it might be pleasing to him, if it's not set up in the Bible, many times we're doing what we want to do, and not what God has commanded us to do. And the order of the Lord came into the city of David. Michael saw his daughter look through a window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, and she despised him in her heart. Uh, dancing within itself is not uh, is not considered evil, uh, uh, but the dancing that goes beyond the norm. Sometimes we can uh, whatever we call that uh, a new thing they do twerking or whatever. All uh, these things is not in lining up with what God uh, expects us to do. So. Michael, the daughter, remember who she is. She is the uh, uh, she's David's wife, but she's also the daughter of, of former King Saul, and, and she uh, has a problem with David uh, after her father dies. Uh, so she objects to the dancing and celebration. But but her objection is is more, I think, out of her her lack of her her attitude. She always has a bad attitude from a certain point. And then the scripture lets us know that even though uh, there are people that uh, don't want to celebrate and be joyful with you, that you can't let it stop your joy. Uh, And she despised him in her heart. The negative impacts of David's conduct is not without merit, even when it's done in the name of God. So even though David is doing some, he's really probably going overboard with his dancing, uh, he's, he's doing it out of his heart in celebration of what he believes that uh, this uh, bringing the art back calls for. He's He's so pleased with being able to please God. So David carries out his priestly duties in 17 through 19. David assumed the role of a priest, and he bought in the art of the Lord and set it in his place in the midst of the tabernacle that David had pitched for it, and David offered burnt offering and peace offering before the Lord. Now these offerings, uh, it's been a long awaited time and, and great effort has been placed uh, and it finally pays uh, pays pays off. The mission did not go without difficulty. There were moments of, of delight and moments of tragedy. When when uh, Uriah is killed as a moment of tragedy, but there's also uh, in fact for three months they didn't move it after Uriah was killed because David thought uh, the Lord didn't want him to to move it, but uh, he went and he went and, and bought it on uh, after what after he considered what uh, what had happened. 
And David offered burnt offering and peace offering before the Lord. No longer is David behaving inappropriately as he did in uh, earlier. Uh, uh, to this point, he, he's he's offering uh, obedience to the God, burnt offering and peace offering. Those are sprinkled to atone for the sins of the people. Uh, the burnt offering signifies that the uh, that they love the Lord with all their mind and heart and soul and strength, and they love their neighbors and, and as he loves himself. So uh, these offerings are uh, a way of repentance, in other words, for forgiveness for the things that we've done. As 18 says, as soon as David had made an off- end of offering and burnt offering and peace offering, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord of hosts. David has now completed his, his duties uh, before the Lord. Uh, he has dealt with first and foremost and the sins of the people. Uh, it's, it is important because God does not does, does not use us or approve of us when we are loaded down with sin. So God, David has has uh, offered these offerings and for our sinful ways. Uh, and then he blessed the people in the name of the Lord. Conferring the blessing of God upon his people is critical as the other part of the service. To bless is to seek God's favor upon his people until they meet again. So David is, is, is kind of like the benediction in the church. He's saying, uh, God bless and keep us until we meet again. So he's saying that before the Lord. And then... Uh, Verse 19 is the fellowship. Uh, I heard many went with a minister one time, and he was so wanting to make sure that everybody, so many times when we have uh, annual days and so forth, so many times we just grab those plates and run out. But in in, in biblical times, uh, that was a great uh, fellowship. And that's what he's talking about here. And he dealt among all the people, even among the whole multitude of Israel, as well as the, uh, to the men, women as men, and to everyone a cake, a cake of bread, and a good piece of flesh, and a uh, flagon of wine. So all the people departed, everyone to his house. So he 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 he's having a fellowship at the end. In other words, all the people of God are important to God. This act on the part of David showed the, the people how much he cared and depended on their uh, cooperation, how much he appreciated it. And to everyone a cake and a good piece of flesh and a fragrant of wine. So food is essence to the body as the word is to the soul. It is a, an expression of the love of God and the love for each other. It reflects the harmony, the unification, the mutual friendship. It says that <laughs> there are not divisions among us, no hostility among us, no hatred among us, no deception among us. We, we are truly sisters and brothers as we break bread together. So David wanted to uh, convey that to his people. Uh, something we might take from the lesson God wants us to be thankful for the work he does for us. He wants to express our gratitude and acceptable ways 
and not to go beyond the acceptable limits when we express our thanksgiving uh, for what he's done for us. There's ways we can express it without going beyond uh, what he has lawfully set in place. And that's basically what I have for tonight. Uh, great lesson here tonight. Uh, thank you, Deacon Thank you all for uh, attending and uh, celebration with enthusiasm. And uh, go back to how God knows our heart and how we should do everything from the heart. And after I, when I was reading this earlier today and the other night, after we realized how David. Uh, got excited and how he was doing it for the right reason and how he got excited, got the art back to Jerusalem. And uh, and we know when we read Psalms, uh, David, uh, let's know the Psalm is full of uh, inspiration and, and, and praise and thanksgiving. And uh, David, he's dancing. And, and when I look at that part about the dancing part, is that David was sharing with us all of us praise God in a different way. So uh, when his wife was saying that, that was, uh, and I'm kind of quoting it, uh, was ashamed uh, before the Lord or ashamed to her. Uh, but then David turned around and said, uh, you think this is something, wait till uh, the Lord bless me again. But in other words, David is saying, when he was talking about, to me now, the dance part, he was saying all of us praise God in different form or shape. And then he said, some may not dare, but if you read it in there, you make a leap. But however you praise God and give God the uh, praise and how you give him a celebration, it, we all do it different. So David did his in dance, and David let him know, and his body for uh, motion was uh, to God, and he had a, a vision for God, of praising God. So I may just run up and down the aisle and I may uh, just sit there and, and, and cry or I may just clap my hand, but we all do things different. So this is when David was dancing before the Lord. Uh, David, to me, he was showing God his, uh, like you said earlier, his gratitude and he was showing God how he thanked him and he was celebrating. And what I like about this lesson, uh, celebrate with you, is that we ought to come every Sunday with enthusiasm. We ought to come every day with enthusiasm because he woke us up. That's something to be thankful for. That's something to be celebrated. We celebrate everything else. What about they celebrate God every day? So uh, this is a great lesson. It goes a little deeper uh, than uh, we got here tonight, but uh, I, I take for the point that how we uh, ought to just give God the praise for all what he's done and he allow us to do Yes, we're going to have some obstacles, but yet we ought to give God the praise through it all. Amen. Anybody else? Not. It's in your hand, trust. All 
what? Thank you again, Big Way. Thank you again, students, all of us. Let us continue to pray for one another. Uh, if it's a this Lord's will, uh, we'll be gathering up this Sunday morning at the 10 o'clock hour. Uh, we will have our communion on Sunday morning. Uh, pray, pray, and, and be blessed, be safe. Uh, pray for everybody. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, lift you up, we magnify you. We ask that you look upon each and every one, look upon the sick, shame, look upon those that are less fortunate than we are. Father God, we ask you look upon the flood, victim, and uh, storm that uh, uh, to a home. We ask you look upon those that are, don't have, and, and we ask that you just bless them and keep us and let us be able to help somebody else along life way. Now, may the grace of God speak to me, the Holy Spirit. Rest rule at a Bible. It's not after more. Shall we all say, Amen. 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 God bless. Glad I finally got on. <laughs> all right, you got that. Amen. Yeah, at the end, but at least I, I got to hear a little bit. Okay. Have a blessed day. You too. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church Podcast. If you feel led to do so, you can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnutgrovegiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.